There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. This is the Tigers Radio Network. From the press box, high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Hardy Stadium, providing you exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here's Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco. Stadium for the call of the second half here. Marple Newtown Tigers leading the Lower Marion Aces by the slimmest of margins, 7-6. to six. And Greg, let's talk about the Marple Newtown defense first of all. Not only has Steve Reynolds been a force defensively, <laughs> we have some breaking news into the uh, the Marple Newtown Tigers podcast. Well, it's already Steve, a victory for him tonight. Steve Reynolds has been named the homecoming king for 2009. And he, he could be prouder. He's holding, he's holding. It's very interesting because... He's holding a scepter in a football outfit. <laughs> and that's not, really what, not what you think of when you think of a football player, but congratulations to Steve Reynolds. Right. I mean, he, know, he looks really comfortable out there, too, holding a scepter after he has to go out there and, you know, tackle yeah. people and uh, make hard hits. And congratulations to our homecoming queen tonight, Bobby Caprice, also. I thought, I thought they usually would decide that stuff not on the football field, but, hey, the more the merrier. There's well, more feathers in the cap for Marple Newtown tonight like there was last week. Even though Lower Marion came out on its first possession and scored an extra point, which went awry and off a clanged off the goalpost, provided an excellent opportunity. The defense took over, and then a late 13-yard touchdown strike from Johnson to Nick Stevens gave the Tigers the advantage. Well, it was amazing. They turned it on as soon as they got that interception, took it uh, down the field for 80 yards total and into the end zone, and they're ahead now by one point. And they get the ball back now to start this half, and that's big. That's right. Kevin Johnson has actually made two great leaping catches. The first one midway through the second quarter as Lower Marion was driving from our right to our left towards the Tigers' end zone. That one, he was about five yards out of bounds by the time (laughs) he he came down that, but he made a (laughs) five-yard leap just to get there. The second one, of course, Lower Marion was driving there as they went from our right to our left, or left to our right, pardon me, and it was a, a man open in the end zone, but Johnson, who was significantly taller than the lower Marion receiver, made a great leaping grab and then showed expert agility, keeping that one foot in bounds before falling out at the back right corner of the end zone. That, so far, is the biggest play of the game, I'd say. Oh, yeah, that, that flipped the momentum completely. And it starts, it starts and ends with the hands of the quarterback. He, th- he catches one for an interception in the corner of the end zone and then leads the team right back down the field and throws one to the corner of the other end zone to Nick Stevens, who made a nice grab as well. Well, then towards the end of this first half, Marple Newton came up with a great defensive stop deep in their own territory as Laura Marion was driving. The end result of that was that Marple Newton got the ball back for one last chance. They didn't score, but the most important thing was it was all positive yardage the whole way down till the end of the quarter. And 
they also get the ball to start the second half as Lower Marion did win the toss to open the game. Yeah, so everything's kind of going Marble Newtown's way. You just had homecoming celebrations here. Steve Reynolds grabs a victory in the homecoming section of our program tonight. And now uh, they'll flip it over to the second half and, and look to do a little bit more of the same on the offensive side of the football. How they both come out from their respective corners, Lower Marion jogging out with purpose from the end zone to our left. And Marble Newtown going through its progressions here just across midfield to our right. So we'll take a quick break here and be back with the call of the second half. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Marple Newtown Tigers football on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Hard work, integrity, responsibility, sportsmanship, respect, and citizenship. These are the core values that Marple Newtown student-athletes are taught every day on and off the playing fields. Hi, I'm Dennis Reardon, Assistant Principal and Athletic Director at Marple Newtown High School. And I'd like to thank you for listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on the Tigers Radio Network. Your support of our sports teams now and throughout the school year is appreciated as we strive to raise the bar. I hope to see you at a game in the future. Go Tigers! Listening to Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco on the Tigers Radio Network, bringing you exclusive coverage of Marple Newtown football only on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Brought to you exclusively by the United States Marine Corps, the few, the proud, the Marines. Back live at Harry Harvey Stadium just prior to the start of the second half with Marple Newtown leading Lower Marion by a score of 7-6. to six. We have a special guest here in the booth, Dennis Reardon. Dennis, your thoughts on the first half and another successful Marple Newtown half? Well, we got off to a little bit of a slow start, but the boys have been working hard the second quarter and kind of stemmed the tide. Hopefully we get off to a, a little quicker start here in the third period and uh, get the home fans into the game. Talk a little bit about your quarterback and defensive back, Kevin Johnson and also Phil Graziano and their play on both sides of the ball as keys to Marple Newtown's lead? Well, offensively, those two are the key cogs to the unit. Uh, Kevin, just with his deception and handling the ball, throwing the ball to the little out patterns, and Phil provides the speed to the offense, get to the outside. He's our big play threat on the offensive side of the ball. Now, uh, Dennis, as athletic director here, you've done a few things uh, this year, especially adding uh, obviously the referee's microphone and a few other things and, and this program as well what are you looking to do the rest of this season and in the future any any hand or just you kind of just pick it up as we go we take it one day at a time uh build on things um we have a great program going with you guys calling the games jim jim allsman working the the pa mic in the stadium we got the referee microphone just looking to get a little better each year you know improve on some things haven't really thought uh 
too far ahead, but you know, whatever we can do to spice the product up for our student body, that's what we're looking to do. Okay, well, we're just about set to go here in this second half as the captains have met for their meeting at, at midfield. The handshakes are being met and the hand slaps. So I'd like to thank Athletic Director and Assistant Principal Dennis Reardon. Dennis, let's hope for a, another successful second half and another win. They're second in a row from Marple Newtown this year and greater things going forward. I hear that. I want to thank <laughs> you guys. You guys are doing a great job. Uh, we, You know, season, a uh, little bit of a rough start here, but I think we got some momentum now, and hopefully we can finish up on a strong note. we got a lot of young players. But thanks a lot, fellas. Appreciate all you do for us. Well, uh, if it wasn't for you and for executive producer Jim Allsman, Greg and I would not be here, and it's our pleasure uh, to bring everybody the action from Marple Newtown football in 2008. And uh, just uh, can hang on here for a little bit with us as we uh, head into this third quarter. And uh, looking ahead... A tough road, but today, I mean, they're really starting to pick it up in these last few weeks. Last week at Radnor, Phil Graziano had a real good game, and he had a real good burst, has a real good burst again tonight. And uh, Just talk about the importance he's been, in, in, especially with the absence of Dan Giordano early this season. It's funny you should say that. We, I just met with all the captains of our fall sports, and I tried to instill in them that while things might not be going the way they want right now, um, their true test of character comes in times like this. And it's, it's incumbent upon them to show the young guys how things are done here. And the kickoff here, and Tigers take it down, and big gang tackle here at the 35-yard line. So another positive step for the Marple Newtown Tigers. Phil Graziano picks up about 12 yards on that one, and the spot of the ball will be at the 37. So excellent field position to begin the second half for the Tigers with the 7-6 lead. And uh, Dennis, uh, Kevin Johnson is a junior quarterback, really starting to progress a lot. And uh, how do you see him going into the future here? I'm a big fan of Kevin's. I coach Kevin at the middle school in basketball and baseball. He's a really, really good athlete. He's gaining an experience. I think he's got a very bright future for the Tigers. First and ten now. Johnson rolls out to the left. And he finds Graziano open in the flat across the 40, across the 45, and he's finally dragged down just shy of midfield. Foot on the tackle here. for Lower Marion that time. And as we uh, mentioned his name up here in the booth, he goes ahead and makes a play. It looked like it was going to be broken up in the backfield that time, and he was able to roll out and use his athleticism. Right on cue. I think he heard us talking about him up here. Oh, once again, Johnson sold that fake. It looked like it was going to be a handoff right up the middle, but Johnson was able to get out. Rolling out to the left side and finding Graziano wide open for a big game. So it is first and 10 at the 49-yard line, 11.25 to go here in this third quarter. And off up the middle, Graziano pushes across the 45 and gets dragged down by a leg just across the 40. And a tackle that time by number 20, Anthony Bazzoni for lower Marion. Now kind of switching roles here to the defensive side of the football as we saw at halftime, Steve Reynolds, homecoming king this year. Just talk about him as far as uh, his uh, senior year and how he's been doing. Steve's such a solid kid. Um, he's really picked up the slack with Danny being hurt this season, and he, he's just provided a lot of leadership for that defense. Can't, can't say enough good things about Steve. 11-yard gain there on the first down. So it is the ball at the 40-yard line. Two wide receivers set, handoff once again, this time to Duffy. But he's stuffed back behind the line of scrimmage. It looks like we lost about a couple there. Josh Mallon on the tackle that time. Now, one thing that stuck out to me was uh, last home game, you guys had an alumni night. You brought back a team that had a similar situation. They were young this season, had a rough season, and then they came back and won the Central League, went 10-1. and Were you looking to 
to maybe make that statement, or is that just kind of a coincidence that, that occurred to be this season? just happened to work out that way, but I do think that the prospects for our future are very bright. We have a lot of good juniors, and our sophomore class is loaded with talent. Second and 12 now from the 42. Hanoff goes to Graziano again this time. He just gets up across the 40. He's pushing, pushing, and the pile pushes back. So with forward progress, he looks like he got about two yards on that play. So it looks like it'll be third down and long, about 10 from the 40-yard line of Lower Marion. Looked like number one, Nolan Montague, was the one who got in there and made the initial stop and was able to stand up the running back that time. And a good push that time. Dennis, talk a little bit about our mighty mites on offense, Ryan Duffy and Ron Alf. They've shown flashes of brilliance, both catching the ball and uh, rushing the ball this year, but they have a little bit of room to grow. Absolutely. Ron's got a lot of heart. He's a senior. He's you know really paid his dues with the program. And Ryan White or Ryan Duffy has a very very bright future. Very bright. Well, Johnson rolled out to the right on that play. Had a man Diaguardi over there about the 32 yard line. Looked to be safety coming in, but. As soon as the Aguardi hit the turf, the ball came out. Number 20, Anthony Mazzoni on the stop for Lower Marion that time. And a good, uh, good a first of, down there. A little, bit of tough, a little bit of tough luck on that play. but So, I mean, as, as we go along here, um, you know, they just incomplete pass, actually. I'm sorry. So it'll be fourth down now. Billy Weaverling on to punt. Gets it away cleanly. High, arcing punt, end over end. Takes a Tiger bounce at the 15-yard line. Inside the 10, keeps rolling. Uh, he touched it up around the 17, 16-yard line, so they're going to mark it yep. up there. That is the right call. Thank you, Greg, on that. Still yeah. an excellent punt by Weaverling, and he really hits those spots well. Uh, he's one of the big special teams guys, Dennis. He's one of our sophomores. Uh, he plays quarterback for the JV, a little bit of defensive back as well, and, and I've seen him personally. He, he really does a fine job as a punter. I think he has a gift. Uh, good, the mark of a good punter is one is this, the power of the leg and two is knowing where to nail it. And Most of the punts we've seen this year have been a high arcing end over end balls that end up hitting the turf and rolling another 5, 10, 15 yards. Always good thing to see on special teams. This is a handoff up the middle this time to Sam Golden once again. And the defense this year has been the strong point, Dennis. They've done a nice job even in games where the offense has struggled and Really, I mean, it has to go down to that linebacking core and that, and that front four, especially with questions early when Pete Massaro left for Penn State. Absolutely. You have the two linebackers, Giordano and Stevens, who fill in the gaps there. Then you got some young kids on the line. Along with Reynolds, you have Christian Whiteside and Pete Finnegan uh, really doing a nice job up there. Ford under center now, second down and eight from the 18, 8.38 to go here in this third quarter. He rolls out to the right side, has a man on the near sideline. Looks like that is number 20, Anthony Mazzoni. Nice. Picks up about three or four yards in there before he's chased out of bounds. Nice job for him to get his feet in that time. So lo looking, Dan Giordano was hurt at the beginning of the season. And from up here, you could see his influence on this team on the sideline or in the huddle. And it, Just talk about his personality and how that's helped this team. Danny's a rock. He uh, knows the defense inside and out. He's the toughest kid on the team. He knows where everybody belongs. So not only were they missing him physically in the beginning of the year, but they were also just missing him kind of directing traffic out there. Foot once again tried to fake it and run off to the left side, but this time it was another handoff to Sam Golden. It's the one thing in, in Lower Marion's repertoire they've gone back to, Dennis, over the course of this game is that that handoff is very quick is that Golden meets the ball right at the line and is able to get that push through for maybe two or three yards. 
We are. Uh, you're right, and we, you know, we struggled a little bit about against Springfield with that quick hitter where the quarterback was faking the dive and he was filling in that uh, a gap right away. So that that does appear to be an area that we have to uh, focus on. But nonetheless, there have been three, four excellent stops at key times in the first half on that play and have stuffed Golden on some good opportunities. There's another handoff to Golden up the middle. Gets a push. Looks like he reaches just across the 30-yard line there. Gain of a couple. And one thing I noticed was Laura Marion started out trying to catch the defense off guard, and one of the young guys, Ryan White, who's having, I think, a very, very good year, and his prospects for the future, being only a sophomore, are very big. I did a player profile on the on the blog about him, and he just continues to, to improve. One thing about Ryan is he's a hard worker. Um, I, I would expect if Ryan continue working hard, I think Ryan's going to be a heck of a player here by senior year. Second down and a long seven just outside the 30-yard line for Lower Marion. Foot rolls out this time. He's got a man downfield. He's being chased. He's being flushed out. Takes it across 30, across the 35 before he runs out of bounds. And he had really had nowhere in that play and made the most of it. Yeah. But a good good pursuit by Marple Newtown's defense. Nick Stevens was trying to get over there. And looks like he kind of slipped and fell down that time. And he's a guy who's who's a newer player to this program, new, new to the school as he transferred in. And, and he's done a good job this season. I agree. Nick Nick's fit in pretty well with the system. Uh, you know, it's tough for him being in a new school, but he seems to have meshed well with, with, the, with his teammates and also his classmates. Coming up on a third down and two from the 35 with 6.56 to go here in this third quarter. Marple Newtown with a 7-6 lead. Foot under center. Tries a fake handoff. Looks like he took it himself. And Nick Finds Stevens. absolutely no room out there. Nick Stevens, we just talked about him, and there he is on the tackle. And that's another thing I noticed is offensively, after the first couple games of the season, Nick was running with, with Phil Graziano, and then they switched to Mario Diaguardi and... and and Duffy, and I guess that was to garner a little more speed because Nick Stevens and Phil are similar running backs, so I guess they wanted Nick to focus in on the defense more. I think you're right. Mario has a little more bounce to the outside, um, and you know Nick's more of a between-the-tackles type of a guy, so that kind of just changes things up a little bit. So foot goes nowhere on that fourth down. Marple Newtown's defense holds. Justin Starkman just barely gets the punt out there. A low-line drive to Graziano at the 32, across the 35. 40, and finally Russell Dunn up around the 43-yard line. 6.07 to go here in this third quarter. Marple Newtown leading 7-6. And we'll take a quick break and be right back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Marple Newtown Tigers football on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Hi, this is Jim Alsman, voice of the Marble Newtown Tigers, reminding you that after tonight's game, be sure to log on to the newly designed website of the Marble Newtown Tigers, www.marplenewtownfootball.com. This site will provide you with game scores, highlights, statistics, and the history of the Marble Newtown football program. In addition, marblenewtownfootball.com will directly link you to iofthetigersblog.com, where you will find this podcast, along with coverage of each game provided by Greg Peck of the Tigers Radio Network. After each game and throughout the week, be sure to log on to www.marplenewtownfootball.com. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. 
They still do. The few. The proud. The Marines. Dead. Once again, a big stop by the Marple Newtown defense on that fourth and two. So they'll get the ball after a good return by Phil Graziano at their own 43-yard line. 6.07 to go, third quarter. Clinging to that 7-6 lead. The opportunity to put up more points on the board. This time, one wide receiver split to the left, Ryan White. Hand off to Graziano. Cuts back around the 43, up around the 45. Across midfield, 45. Still on his feet at the 40. Pushes a man with a stiff arm across the 35, down across the 30, and finally out of bounds at about the 27-yard line. Wow. Phil Graziano, that's an expert display of power and speed. Number 10, Niall Thompson was just drugged by Phil Graziano and finally was able to get him to go down. But... Sure determination on that You one. need two men to tackle Graziano. One up around the body, one in the legs, and he better hold on for dear life. Now, athletic director of Marble Newtown is uh, Dennis Reardon. He's with us right here. We've talked about the players a little bit. Now, shifting to the coaching staff, they've done a wonderful job of really getting this team to focus and start to gel after being so young and just talk about how they are. Absolutely. They have really done a fantastic job. Whoop, there goes Mario DeGuardi up the middle. Up the middle, he's got a hole, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, inside the 10-yard line, close to the 5 there. Another big hole by the Marple Newtown offensive line for a running back to go through. A big pick up there, looks like it's down at the 8-yard line. line, so that would be a pickup of 20 on that play. We were just talking about the coaching staff so after that run, and we will talk about that after this next play with Dennis. First and goal from the eight now. Wide receiver split to the right. But it's a handoff again to Graziano. He gets inside the five this time. So they're just taking their sweet time. Niall Thompson up, on the stop. Chewing up seconds off the clock. Getting all positive yardage. Pushing Lower Marion's defense back on its heels. And just talking about the coaching staff. Go ahead, Dennis. Our staff, I know, the first four games of the season, we knew coming in we're going to be rough. Um, with a young team, an experienced team. Then we lose our best player for those games. Didn't see the field at all. I can't tell you the job that our staff has done in keeping these kids together and making positive steps, which you're seeing right now. Stevens and Graziano in the backfield. As Johnson is under center hand, Graziano feels his way across the five to the four to the three this time. Another excellent game pushing the pile back. Stacked up by a pile of defenders. Lucas Smith, the junior for Lower Marion, on the stop. So Marple Newtown knocking on the door once more. 4.35 to go here in the third quarter. And this is one area, Dennis, where they've done a lot better is in the red zone. Earlier in the season, they struggled a little bit, and it, that would, just comes with experience and chemistry. So just talk about how the coaching staff has, has played a role in that, I guess, as well. Well, I think the confidence has grown with the players. I know I've seen the last few weeks, I've seen Kevin Johnson's confidence handling the football, running with the football, grow to a like, whole new level. Um, the, the coaches have really just kept these kids in there. It would have been very easy for them to put their heads down the first couple weeks of the season, but they've kept an upbeat attitude, constantly looking towards making them better, not giving up, you know, keep chopping the block, and we're starting to see you know, positive strides here. And I mean, really, for me, looking at it, the, the Garnet Valley game was kind of the turning point. After that game, Garnet Valley is the best team in this league, bar none. Best, maybe the best team in, in the state or in the region. So... Hey, look, looking at that, um, the uh, Garnet Valley game was a turning point for Marble Newtown because they were, uh, as we have some clock problems, uh, 
they were able to really, after that game, gain some momentum. And, and do you see it the same way? Absolutely, and, and I agree with you. Garnet Valley is is one of the top teams, in, in, I think, in the state. I mean, they're they're an excellent program. I've seen them coming straight up from the middle school level, and they've been an extremely successful program. These kids are in a solid program. They got 105 kids out. Our guys, you know, they they, they had a tough night, but they've grown since that night. They saw it, made some positive strides, punched it in a couple times that night, gotten a little bit better each week. As you see from the Springfield game a couple weeks ago, where Michael Newtown was unable to. You know, hold on at the end, but they did make a fourth quarter push against Radner last week. As we have a Tigers touchdown on the rush on third down and three from the three-yard line by Nick Stevens. Had an easy time right up the middle nice in run. for the score. Good job, good hole that time, and that's something that's also improved is the offensive line has really blown a lot of holes open the last three games, even the heartbreaker to Springfield a few weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, that that's the area where we've seen a tremendous amount of growth with Finnegan and Whiteside getting their feet wet up there, along with some of the other, the other guys like uh, Reynolds and, and and the others up front. But, yeah, that we're really seeing improvement in that area. So Nick Stevens, his second touchdown of the game, one receiving, one rushing. And after the Adam Fender kick is good, Marple Newtown now has a 14-6 lead with 4.27 left in this third quarter. I mean, this is, this is what we expected. I mean, I mentioned earlier... This game was a little earlier this week, 6.30 start, and ever since 7 o'clock, uh, Marble Newtown has, has gone 14 unanswered. Yeah, unfortunately, I think the players didn't get the memo that the game started <laughs> at 6.30 tonight. But you know what? Since 7 o'clock, they've been doing a fantastic job. But ha- how about that Adam Fender, too? He's uh, he's done a fantastic job kicking the football. Absolutely. Every one of his kickoffs is exactly where you want to get it. doesn't now kick his coverage and is able to get the special teams down there because there has not been. That's one thing that has been a bellwether all season is the special teams coverage particularly on the kickoffs and punts he's a solid kid I told the coach at the beginning of the year when he was interested in kicking that he would do nothing but grow Adam because he's just a really really solid kid he's grown quickly as well I mean the first couple games he struggled but after that he's gotten his confidence hasn't missed a field goal absolutely so let's see how deep Adam will put his foot into this one as he's back at the 30 yard line with his charges rushes up meets the ball there's a low squib kick, picked up at the 32-yard line and pitched backwards to number one, Nolan Montague. Tries to get to the outside in the left hash marks and is dragged down about the 35-yard line. It looked like Ryan White was there on the stop for the Tigers on the special teams uh, play that time as the uh, trying to keep it away from the lower Marion return game, I guess. Well, it has worked. There's been minimal gains thus far. Even though lower Marion does have decent field position, for the first time in quite a long time. Yeah, the Marble Newtown defense, it's no problem now for them to stop as they've come up with three big stops already in this game. So it will be a first down and 10 for Lower Marion at its own 35-yard line. Sam Golden once again in the backfield. Two wide receivers set, one to the left, one to the right. Foot rolls out. He's being chased. He's being hit and dragged down behind the line of scrimmage. And Joe Carini, number 42, able to get the... The quarterback foot from the blind side. I don't side. think foot, that was blind side and behind. I don't think foot even felt the heat there. Thought he had something going on the near sideline here to the right. But Carini was there just to wrap him up and bring him down. And he's another senior on this squad. Very few seniors. There's 32 underclassmen, 21 sophomores. So this young Marble Newtown team is really starting to progress. And tonight is just another step forward. Oh, good stroke of luck for the Aces. No loss on that play. So a loss of three, pardon me. 
Second down and 13 from the 32. His foot tries to roll out to the left again, and he's dragged down again for minimal gain, if anything. Joe Carini once again. <laughs> As we hear from the voice of Marple Newtown, Jim Allsman. And uh, we also have up here for the third quarter with us is the athletic director, Dennis Reardon, also assistant principal here at Marple Newtown for homecoming today. And looks like another spirited event. And is this the only event they do, or is there another event this weekend? This There's going to be a dance immediately following the football game tonight, the homecoming dance. And it was. It was a great day. We had a pep rally today. The kids were all decked out. Uh, Gain of one there. Foot. He's hit. There he's we dragged go. down again. He didn't feel the pressure once more. And there is the homecoming king, Steve Reynolds, on the stop with the big sack. Once again, another blindside hit. <laughs> he didn't have his scepter on him there, did he? <laughs> well, it only would have weighed him down. <laughs> but he, I, if he did, I bet he would have dragged a foot down and then cracked him over the helmet with the scepter. Is that allowed? Is that allowed in high school football? Uh, that'd be an interesting call from the officials. Anything's, yeah, anything's legal anywhere underneath the pile. That's true. Kick away by Justin Starkman comes down to Graziano at the 44 across the 45. Got 45, 40, 35, 30, 25. Cuts back inside and 20 is finally dragged down at the 20 yard line. Excellent burst of speed there, and if not for those Justin two Justin Starkman and Jason Buckman on the stop for Lower Marion. That's the second time Starkman has saved a potential touchdown on a special teams play. And for the first time in the contest, Marble Newtown has the ball in enemy territory to begin ball spotted at the 21 yard line so with a 14-6 lead and 219 to go here in this third quarter excellent opportunity to keep pouring it on there's a huge hole up that left side on that one he just hit it and kept going going duffy and graziano in the backfield graziano takes it again across the 20 tripped up short of the 15 number 10 for lower marion on the stop niall thompson Gain of five on the play. Ball spotted at the 16-yard line with two minutes to go here in the third quarter. And as is good play on the field, I guess uh, having the athletic director up here has uh, helped the Tigers as they move the ball very quickly. Great. Good, the best good luck here. charm there is. <laughs> hey, I'll stay up here all the time if we can continue this roll. Diaguardi in the backfield to the left. Graziano to the right. Johnson rolls out, handoff to Diaguardi. Gets up across the 15. Down to the 11 or 12. Number 33 on the stop. Sebastian Medina for Lower Marion. As you can feel it coming here, it's a tidal wave building and building and threatening to plow Lower Marion's defense under here. You know, Mario's one of the kids who you look at him right now as a sophomore filling in, making a contribution. You can't wait to see what that looks like for the next two years. Uh, he's, he's got a lot of speed, and he has ability to see the hole and just break to it. Absolutely. With Giordano and Graziano's leadership, he might be one of the leaders of the next couple of years as there's a handoff up the middle to Nick Stevens this time. I believe it is. Yeah, Nick Stevens. And he gets up across the 10 to the 8. You know, you bring up a good point in terms of leadership. They're going to lose three very, very key leaders. Um, and there's going to be, you know, some kids that need to step up and assume that role. And I, I can imagine a few of them would be Kevin Johnson, the quarterback, and a few others along the offensive front, and maybe a guy like Ryan White as a junior. I think you're probably right on there. Um, I, I do think the opportunity will exist for, for a junior next year to step into that role. He has... Ryan White, is, he had two interceptions last week that really helped and changed the momentum last week, and he has about four or five on the season. So he's a guy that 
of, of the people I've seen on this team, he's a guy, we talked about him earlier, that I really am impressed by, and I think he has a, has a real chance of making it to a higher level of football at the college level. Who knows, it may not be Division 1A, but it could be AA or 2. He's got a lot of talent. Well, he comes from good stock. His father played Division One baseball at Villanova University for George Bennett. And uh, Ryan himself, he, he's a very good athlete. He's a three-sport athlete. Uh, he'll probably see a little bit of time on the varsity basketball team this year. And if he chooses to continue with baseball, he has a chance to fit in at the catching position in baseball. Well, we have a brief timeout here on the field with 43.7 seconds to go. Marple Newtown knocking on the door. First and goal from the eight-yard line with 43.7 seconds to go and an eight-point lead looking to make that a 15-point lead. As we have Diaguardi and Graziano in the backfield. Johnson under center. No wide receivers in this set. Straight hand off to Graziano. Spins off a man right at the line of scrimmage. Pushes through again at the five, but he's dragged backwards and thrown down quite rudely. Niall Thompson on the stop, but Phil pushed through one of the big linebackers for this team in Josh Mallon, and he dr- he missed a tackle, and then Niall Thompson got run over keep, again. As long as you keep winning these dirty battles down low, you're only going to wear out the defense, and the holes are going to be open. Seems in the time I've been up here, he and Niall Thompson have been running into each other a few times, huh? Well, I, think, I think Phil's won each of those <laughs> contests. We, we do like to see that. And with that, we come to the end of the third quarter here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Like Marple the, Newtown leading 14-6. to six. Thank, We thank uh, Athletic Director Dennis Reardon for joining us for this quarter, and we'll let him uh, go watch the rest of this uh, game. Hopefully it'll be a win for the fourth quarter from downstairs. Hey, fellas, thank you. What you're doing here is a great thing. I think you're doing a fantastic job. Thank you very much. Thanks. So we'll take a quick timeout and be back for the call of the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown leading by eight. Facing a second in goal, you're listening to Marple Newtown Tigers football on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 